0: Hi, welcome to What's the Tea. I'm
1: <laughs> I'm just laughing because of the intensity of your feelings during our pre-production meeting and how quickly you shut that shit off. I'm Nick Jew.
0: Because I'm a motherfucking professional. A
1: consummate professional, bitch.
0: How's it going?
1: Uh-uh, girl. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's the motherfucking T-ho? We're not doing that. It's the wig cap. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. it It's not. It's fine. We could do the T. I gotta name the track. What's the T? It's fine. <laughs>
0: No, no, no. You're right. I I clearly misremembered myself. We always, okay. do the wig cap. we always do the wig cap first because it gets both of us out of the raggedy ass moods that we're in when we get when we show up to this motherfucker. But, so,
1: but no, but look, I've already named the track. It's gonna be cumbersome to rename it. So we'll we'll start with the angry <laughs> shit and then we can leave on a high note. So what's the T-hole? <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. This is why we are never going to be on anybody's list.
1: <laughs> like they don't even know what show they're doing. Because we make so much
0: fucking content.
1: Ciao, no, we don't. Um uh you know. Yeah. Um, Basically. <laughs>
0: You know, just here, everything is a fraud and and,
1: and
0: a lie, and everyone's uh,
1: lying.
0: Yeah, I guess I just feel like nobody's
1: honest. Nobody's honest. What, what that man said. Nobody's true.
0: Um, everyone's lying just to make it out through. I guess I just feel like I feel the same way too. I don't.
1: I don't know. Um. Do you remember when he put that song out and we had a show that night and we fucking read through the lyrics and just like cried?
0: Uh, Yeah, I do. I do. Uh,
1: The psalmist said, I guess I just feel like good things- Come on, Pastor. Take your time. Take your time. I guess I just feel like good things are gone. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. And this was like in 2017. Oh, <laughs> uh, didn't know shit. <laughs> and this wasn't even like on an album. He just like busted through to be like here.
0: I know. We're talking he about we're talking about John
1: John Mayer. If you haven't listened to our show for very long, this is a pro John Mayer podcast. Sorry, friends. Um. But not like as a person, because I don't know that man, and I'm not trying to vouch for anybody anymore, especially not a cis head white man. But I think he's a hell of a songwriter.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm not caping for anybody yeah. except my mother's only child.
1: <laughs> like no, um, but he really did come out with. I guess I just feel like and just busted through the building. And then he gonna end that shit. I guess I just felt like giving up today. Like.
0: How how very fucking dare you?
1: John Clayton Mayor.
0: Is that really his middle name?
1: Mm-hmm. It is.
0: Wow. That tracks. Yeah. Um, you know, I was at the gymnasium today. Um I can we, what's with the grunting?
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know.
0: <laughs> because I was trying, I was in a in a moment of grief, staring at my phone, feeling very abandoned because it has been four years since Kendrick Lamar has given us a studio album.
1: Wait, Black Panther even?
0: That don't count.
1: Shit, you don't care. What
0: did I say, I said what I said. Black Panther don't count.
1: You not finna tell, uh, uh, girl. You are not finna tell me. Um, Black
0: Panther was a great piece of music,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I, I want, I want, I want storytelling like only Kendrick Lamar can do, and with nobody else on the motherfucking album.
1: That's fine.
0: So, I I will, okay, so Black Panther, the the album came out February of 18. Yeah,
1: so it's been three years.
0: It's been, it's been, okay, a whole lot of (laughs) 525,600. It's time. It's time. Kendrick, and I was trying to listen to Kendrick, and this man over here, (laughs) (laughs)
1: like, nigga, you're not supposed to be doing that, it's too heavy. What exercise was he doing?
0: Um, bullshitting. Uh, no, he was. Uh, <laughs> I hate everybody today, so you know, <laughs> except you, Thanks. uh, and and Jesus, and, and Rod, <laughs> and Karen, uh, and Charmaine. Okay, I don't hate everybody, but Thank I hate most of you, raggedy motherfuckers, ass. Motherfuckers. Wow. He was,
1: he's not (laughs) Not talking about our our listeners listeners. good
0: god obviously not our listeners but they know some raggedy ass motherfuckers in their life i hate (laughs) them on your behalf i hate them um no he was like standing uh on the bench like leaning over like doing single uh pullbacks with like a dumbbell
1: yeah
0: no but it's just like if the dumbbell is 110 pounds and you gotta do all that hollering and carrying on. Just go down a little bit.
1: Yeah, no, I don't.
0: Like,
1: I don't. I've I have like kind of grunted a time or two when doing a exercise or whatever. But people be in the gym like in labor.
0: No, I'm I'm down with the like you know, kundalini breathing. <laughs> I am down. Like I, I fully because I have been on as a um, as a child who was mocked relentlessly for being, you know, thin growing up and like my metabolism was, you know, motoring was show price for flight my whole entire life. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Come on, Sister Christian.
0: Motoring!
1: <laughs> What's your price for flight? Mm-hmm.
0: I remember I was at, I was doing a show because my whole life is doing shows because I'm married to my career um, <laughs> and I refuse to prioritize anybody else. Um, I was doing a show in San Diego and it was, Two years ago, it was the first time I stepped on a scale and the first number was a two. I literally bust out into a Holy Ghost run, like, if a, a bookie boot, ah, <laughs> lean. Like, I was so happy. So, all that to say is, I've been on my own, like, gym journey. Cause, like, my lower half ain't, ain't nobody fucking with me. I'm, I'm n- no, no complaints. Right. But, you know, but I, I, I have some small titties and arms. Like, I look at pictures of myself and I'm like, oh my God, were you
1: eating, baby? But um, but you have like definitely uh come a long way. Oh my
0: yes yes. So you know I'm I'm pretty regular with my like bench press practice. It's like part of my warm up. I do it like every time I go to the gym. I'm not like doing super heavy weights because also there's nobody spotting me and I don't want to talk to strangers. I really don't want nobody nuts over my face. Really don't want that. Um, so I, I, I don't go as heavy as I could, but I still be doing the, like, you know, i be breathing, but I'm not fucking Maria Sharapova getting her ass beat by Serena Williams in right. the fucking gym.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> Sir, put that dumbbell down before you bust your fucking, you give yourself a fucking hernia. <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know that i'll be like this is just a perfect excuse for me to never go to the gym again like the whole pandemic more so especially especially now that people there's like a fucking deadly very contagious respiratory disease if i heard a motherfucker making like extra noise in the gym i would be oh my god i was
0: like wait there is yeah
1: I would have something to <laughs> say, <laughs> like why are you spurting out all those extra fucking uh, droplets, friend? Nigga, like be stingy with the
0: aerosols,
1: please. Puh-lee-za. hold on, Stop real quick. Boring. Okay, we're back. I thought I had not what? set my DVR. One of my stories was coming on tonight, but it's coming on next week, so I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, be stingy with the droplets if you if you don't <laughs> if mind. you can,
1: please. If you can please. Um, so speaking of my stories. Yes. On okay, I was very hesitant about the Discovery Plus because there was some uh-huh. there was something in my spirit that did not want to admit that I was the type of person who needed to watch shows in the 90 day fiance universe.
0: Cha that
1: weren't already on TLC.
0: Oh, wait, there's
1: more? Yeah, child. There's The Single Life. There's like Where's our
0: motherfucking dating show?
1: Right. Right. But I've tried I've tried to look at the little like after shows and talk shows and confessionals and game shows and shit, but really <clears throat> the sing- single life that's the mm-hmm. that's the one right there. Um so it's it follows a few, excuse me, of our faves from seasons past. Some of these names I do believe that you will recognize.
0: I'm I'm happy that there's nothing in my hand <laughs> and I'm not drinking anything because I know I'm gonna have an attitude.
1: Um Fernanda? Yes. Uh-huh. She's uh single and ready to mingle. Oh, oh, um big head
0: does he have a big neck yet
1: it's, it's the same size okay colty
0: child people <laughs> keep trying to give away that skinny ass five and a half inch dick to somebody Danielle, sorry five and a half inch cock my bad I'm sorry
1: Danielle who I know you don't know cause she was on before even I started watching yeah, no. Um, uh, but she I, was married to uh stop me if you've heard this one before, a Tunisian man.
0: It's like, does she fit the motherfucking description or what?
1: What do you think she looked like?
0: Uh, baby Angela.
1: Correct. But <laughs> of just, course. But, <laughs> but like Angela of all the things I could say about Angela, Angela has personality. Danielle is very socially awkward. She has like thick Coke bottle glasses, and she doesn't really know how to talk to people socially. I would
0: love for people to just, like, I... The TV show I want is to um, ask people who date Black people and expect them to do all of the emotional labor in the relationship. Like, I'm just curious, like, where that comes from.
1: I need you to not, please.
0: I'm just, you know, like, I'm... yeah, like, that's the TV show that I'm just like, oh... Let's, let's unpack this. Like, because I not, I'm obviously not seeing her, but like baby Angela is not ugly.
1: It, the thing about Angela that it is ugly is her her, <laughs> her, her spirit and her personality. Yeah,
0: call that lady ugly with your fucking throat. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think she's racist and a whole bunch of other things. Um, but I, I, the thing that is the least desirable about her has very little to do with her physical appearance. I don't think that anything about the way she looks like disqualifies her from love or whatever, but she also doesn't do herself many favors physically. But I feel like she's heard the brunt of that on the internet and she got like injections in her chest to smooth out her wrinkles. Like, yeah, but Danielle is just very homely. And then there's Molly, who you probably don't know because she was on, like, just when I started watching. And she, it was married to, I think his name was Jose from the Dominican Republic. Wait, is uh, Chantal and what's the name still together? I I think so. They they just had, um the family Chantal just had a season wrapped not too long ago. Oh, I thought she was going to say they had a baby. I was like, no, oh. No, the drama this time was with her older brother, like, new to the television series older brother so this season follows these folks and their oh oh and i was trying to save the best for last and i almost forgot about her ass Brittany. oh 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 you know who i'm talking about yes the black girl um yeah what is she what's she doing so she moved to texas and oh. has reconnected with, like, her childhood boyfriend and is seeing another man. There was, like, a tell-all where she told everybody that, um, what was his name? Ozline something. Child, no, I'm mixing up. That was Nicole. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. He was, damn,
0: he was moving through all, all of
1: those. <laughs> that her and her man didn't have intercourse, but they, um, whatchamacallit, were, she sucked his dick.
0: I was like, cunnilingus, penalingus? Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I don't think that's
0: a real word.
1: <laughs> penalingus?
0: <laughs> yes. No, it's not. Well, I think it should be.
1: But so what I came to talk about was a couple of things. Yes. So Ed is 55. Yeah. And the woman that he's dating on this season, spoiler, Liz, is 28. Edward. His daughter is 30 and I understand that a man like Ed, he's having, you know, like a a late midlife crisis and he lives a very kind of like juvenile lifestyle and this long hair and he's a photographer. So he's always being creepy around models and stuff. So I see why his lifestyle would lead him to dating younger women, but it's gross and I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I don't think that it's appropriate for TLC to keep following this man on this journey.
0: I mean, it's just like, this is a trope I'm kind of tired of seeing. Very much. I'm very tired of seeing it. And, and you know, like, I I have a, a, a man in my life who is over fifty? Who is single? Who feels very connected to his uh, juvenescence?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't.
0: I'm just making up every fucking word today. Damn it! Come on,
1: juvenescence. Uh, juvenescence.
0: Juvenescence is pretty good. Yes. Um, How would you but, spell
1: that? In case it's the title of the show.
0: Well, the first half is juvenile, right? Like juven and then essence.
1: Like Evanescence or the magazine.
0: Oh shit! Ooh, nigga, the magazine. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like one of those pills. Juvenescence may cause. Well, I was us. just
0: gonna say, I was like, it sounds like a shot. should <laughs> yeah. Get in your teeth,
1: May cause bleeding out the asshole. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. Um, but it
0: could also make your booty hole loose, right. know.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> right. Uh, um, yeah, so I just, I think it's, I think it's gross for a lot of yeah, reasons. Date, you can't, you
0: shouldn't, if you have children, you, you, uh, you shouldn't date people younger than your children. It's weird to me.
1: And it, and it's one thing if it's, you know, I take a lot of shots at different relationship makeups and for that, I, you know, whatever, I'm bitter, but I think, <laughs> yeah, I think, girl. I think the underlying statement is that I'm going to have a problem with anybody doing anything one time like you met a young lady and you fell in love with her but like this is now the second woman that he's been on television dating who's in her 20s
0: yeah I I I, I,
1: uh, uh, uh. so he invites so he she works at a restaurant that he's a regular at um Excuse me. I had a little burp in my throat. Um, So while she was at work, like on the clock, he called her over to the table because she wasn't his server and asked her out on a date, which I believe to be very awkward anyway. Yeah. But she said yes or whatever because she, you know, like apparently they have a really good rapport. He was, you know, one of her favorite customers, yada, yada. She was like, yeah, sure. So they went out on the date. The first date in my opinion was super awkward cuz he like cried, <laughs> which if you're attracted to a man and you're really into him and him being like open and vulnerable and emotional with you on the first date could be very endearing. But if not, on the date? Yeah, it could be. If you're if you're vibing, if you're the type of person who is not turned off by emotions and you're vibing with somebody and they share something with you and they become like, he wasn't sobbing, but he, he became choked up. Uh I feel like it's a bad move, but like she went on, she, I I was going to say she went on a second date with him. He invited her over to his house because his mother, his 81 year old mother, who is just the cutest, most adorable lady, like, does not look 81 at all. Such a nice lady. Um, so she, he invited her over to his house to meet his mom and he was gonna cook them dinner. First of all, TLC, <laughs> this man was putting nair on his body with a paintbrush and a paint roller. <laughs> Call 911. Call Jones. Call somebody. So then the girl comes over, he has her sitting outside talking to his mom while he's making dinner and the whole time she's saying like, I get it, he's super close to his mom, she lives with him, he takes care of her, but to me this is a little fast, like this is literally our second date. Um, So the mom goes back inside, lets them have some alone time, they're sitting there chit chatting, whatever. The vibe feels very friendly to me, she says some things to him of the nature of like, I really do like you, but I'm not really trying to be in a relationship right now. And I, would, I, I do want to keep hanging out with you or whatever, but I'm not really feeling the boyfriend-girlfriend thing. So he walks her out and he grabs her face, okay, yeah. <laughs> to like kiss her. And she ducked and he ended up kissing her on the nose and she like put her hands over his mouth and said, don't do that. Yeah. And she freaked out because she physically responded and then she verbally responded. So she leaves and I guess she felt bad because her response was so, so strong, but he caught her off guard, you know? So she came back and was just like, you know, I'm just, I wasn't ready for that. And I, and I told you that I wasn't trying to do that. And then you went in for the kiss, yada, yada. So, he asked her to go to this wedding with him out of town where they would be you know and soon. when when how soon the show doesn't really tell you how soon but this would technically have been their third date
0: yeah i mean
1: but like if you like somebody three dates i'm like okay sure I mean, if I like somebody, I mean not me because I'm a virgin, but I know other people, adult yeah. people, will have sex with people on a first date.
0: Wow, wow! You're just gonna throw that in my face, right? That only happened every time, and <laughs> I don't know why you're bringing up old shit. <laughs>
1: um i mean listen <laughs> if i if you a hoe then everything you is i'm is too or whatever that little girl well look in the song.
0: look uh, you said if you want if you want to be a hoe be a hoe but the only kind of hoe you don't want to be is a regretful
1: A hoe. regretful hoe amen um so they go they're on the way to this wedding and this is the thing like ed does many things to not do much to help himself in the attractiveness apartment, so he's grown. He really doesn't. like he they. You see pictures of him when he was a younger man, and he's wasn't unattractive. Like he, I think he has a couple of his vertebrae are fused together or something. So he's four eleven, I think. Um, but when he was younger and. Uh, thinner, more fit. He didn't, he didn't look like he doesn't have a neck. Like this is, I think that a thing that just happened to him in middle age, because like, as he got older, he got less athletic because of his, you know, condition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he grew his hair out and she meant, so on their first date, he was like, one of the great things about my mom living with me is like, she'll braid my hair. And he had his hair, child in a ponytail in the middle of the back of his head and it was braided and it's like that long like barely you could do the braid over like two times and that's it oh no not two times like you know what I'm talking about you take them three strands once and you take them again and that's about how much braid he had so she was like Yeah, I think your hair down looks kind of weird. I prefer it pulled back or whatever. But this braid was very third grade, little girl. It wasn't like a French braid, it wasn't cute. So then he, on their date, was wearing a black shirt that was kind of faded and dirty.
0: Like, why? Like, okay, okay. I know that there aren't any straight men on this podcast right now, (laughs) but if you're listening, please can you write us some feedback and and not just dm nick ju like send us an email leave us a voicemail like please why why what is with the not what why what was the what's the reason right because like you know in my neck of the woods my my family and the like you know we not not some people go too far and do too much but like you know you want to at least smell like that five in one uh, shampoo, conditioner, body wash, <laughs> with, uh, toothpaste. Oh. You, you know, like hair gel, fucking pomade, and. and- <laughs> Can you believe I almost laid in the bed with somebody who you. Stop. Where with Irish with Springs.
1: Oh no, you know that will kill me. Like one, if I walk into a house and there's Irish Spring in well, the bathroom, yes, I life. will be like <laughs> Like there's no way I can be in a house with Irish Spring. Like speed stick, Icy cool, it's not the movement. <laughs> so so um he also is um What is the nicest way I can say this?
0: I don't think you need to be nice.
1: A beta male? Oh,
0: maybe you could have been a little nicer. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were going to say, but maybe nicer than that.
1: You know, fuck the patriarchy, yada, yada, yada. But there are some things that are attractive about a man. And one of them is feeling safe around that man. But if he, like, is afraid of everything that you you're... Gonna stop. You
0: better stop. I'm getting triggered. I'm gonna
1: <laughs> If he's afraid of everything that you're afraid of, then it's like, whatever. Let's just go get a fish, fish box, bitch. Like, what the fuck are we doing? So he's afraid to drive. <laughs> so he... I was like,
0: as a black man in America, I understand. He sure. is not... Well, sir. <laughs> sure. Guess he's possible.
1: So he re- he got a driver for them to go. And it wasn't like a limousine. It was like an Uber for them to go wherever they're going. I'm sure if I told you the Southern California towns, you could tell me the different distance. He's from San Diego and they went to like Lake Arrowhead. Oh, that's far. Right, right, right. That's uh, Like wh- what, what's in Lake
0: Arrowhead besides Michelle Kwan?
1: They were, well, whoever would have a pandemic wedding had to have it somewhere like Lake Arrowhead. Oh God, so while they're on at a rest stop, he gets a phone call from the hotel. They, it's a two-hour drive. Absolutely not. Yeah. So he asked her after this whole flub of him trying to kiss her, or whatever. He's like, you know, do you still want to go to this wedding with me? And she's like, okay. Um, and he asked her, do you would you be comfortable with us staying in the same room? And if so, do you want me to get two queens or like one bed? And I thought, you know, good on you because he gave her the option to have her own room so she didn't necessarily have to be in the room with him.
0: That's great. Yeah. That's okay. Okay, great. Well, yeah. he's not a fucking sexual assailant.
1: Right. So she said that she would be fine with sharing a room, but she, she definitely wanted two beds. So in between the time of them going on the date to the wedding, he went to her restaurant, or whatever, and she was having drinks with a guy. And he felt some type of a way about it and I guess was texting her, kind of like pressing her about it. And so she was like, that's my friend. We work together and sometimes if we're going to be working the same shift, we'll meet ahead of time to have drinks or we'll stay after to have drinks. And Ed was like, okay, but I've seen you all there like before and she was like yes because this is a thing that we do and he was like okay but like one time he walked you to your car and she was like yes because he's my friend and he was going on and on about how like no I think he likes you and yada yada and and to me she who cares if he likes me did I fuck him right no and you're not my man so she answered way many more questions than I feel like she needed to baby But I guess through that conversation, she realized that she had feelings for him? For Ed? Apparently. So then, no, not through that conversation. Okay, wait, no. So then she was out and her ex-boyfriend ended up in the same place with her and they got into it and either she called Ed upset or he, whatever, and through that exchange i guess she realized she had feelings for him. and to me i feel like what happens is sometimes when you get into into it with somebody, you you think that that means that there's like passion there when really like this motherfucker is nosy. Mind you, she's been divorced twice at 28.
0: Woo! my what am So I mean, she's you not,
1: know, I'm not
0: doing anything wrong.
1: Right, so she's not like a child. She has relationship experience is what i'm trying to say. Right. Um, so then she was like, not answering his phone calls, whatever, because he was trying to insinuate that she invited her ex there and they were like kicking it or she knew he was going to be there. And then she tried to act mad about him being there. So they fell out over that. She finally started returning his calls again. The wedding date is back on. So they're at the rest stop. The hotel calls. So oh, the a-
0: wedding, them going to the, I was like, wait, that, they canceled the wedding? No, but, yeah. yes.
1: yes. The hotel called and was like, there's been a mistake. We've overbooked. We don't have any more double queens left. All we have is a king, but it's an upgrade. It's like, you know, waterside view, yada, yada.
0: Now I done seen 55 (laughs) (laughs) porno The same motherfucking way.
1: And so they go, would that be okay with you? And she's not in the car. She's, like, in the bathroom or whatever. So he goes. Oh,
0: no. So he this goes, is yes.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like, yes. So then she gets back in the car, and he was like, did you hear that? She's like, no. So he tells her what happened, and she said, look. I'll, Absolutely I'm not. No, she was like, I'm fine to stay in the room, but it feels like a setup. So the producers even asked him, like, did you set this up? Because he has said, I'm not expecting to for anything to go down. But you know, if I have an opportunity to sleep in the bed with Liz, I'm going to be really happy about that. And I did bring a couple of condoms just in case. So he said, I don't want anything to go down, but but if it do, right. Then it's it's lean. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she was like, "It feels like a setup." And the producer asked him, "You know, did you set this up?" And he goes, "No, absolutely not. It was just, you know, a happy accident." So I won't spoil not it. her. <laughs> I won't spoil the rest of it. But uh, on the next episode, on the same episode, he asked her if he could introduce her to his daughter, and she was just like, "I feel like this is all going so fucking fast." Uh, I.
0: Oh, God. I mean, you know, now listen, I, I fall in love with undeserving people very, very quickly. But we we not meeting family and friends or Kirk Franklin or anybody until, you know, a, a little more later. Right. I mean, uh, I, I have a lot of sympathy for Ed because I... I really do think he is looking like genuinely looking for love, but he's going about it in the worst way. Mm. Mm. Like this, I mean, the question I want to ask Ed is like, has this worked for you before?
1: Apparently, apparently. Not, not, Not on this show. But this is the thing. They try to make you feel sorry for these people. Like this lady, Danielle, she wasn't married, but she was in kind of a shitty relationship with the man for a really long time. But she has like multiple children. So I get it that she's awkward and she's been through some shit with this Tunisian man. But like, raise your hand if you've been in a long-term relationship that produced children.
0: Right. My hand is down.
1: It's a lot of other things to feel sorry for people for. Ed Ed was married and have a whole daughter. Right. And was just on the show with a young lady that he was going to marry. Right. It's not like Caesar. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Although Caesar probably swimming in women now. Why you say that? After being on that show, you don't think it was a ton of desperate old middle-aged women who was like Caesar. Lord have mercy. I think they were throwing draws at Caesar. You think they were throwing draws at Caesar? I'm sure they were. Wow. Uh, So then there's Fernanda, who is finally 22, but when she met Jonathan, she was like 19. And she was dating this thirty year old. And that's just enough of an age difference that I'm like, uh, whatever. But he is like a, a business he's a lawyer and also owns his own firm. And so actually,
0: the confusion is actually not about the younger person. It's, to me, the, older it's person. the older person. It's right. like what do you see. What are you what are you there for?
1: I mean, I know what he sees. We all see it as well. But like what made you think you were about well,
0: to I'll see it as well.
1: But you, what made you think you were about to grow a life with this twenty-two-year-old girl?
0: Right. I mean, he was trying to grow a life inside of her.
1: And so she tells him, "Like, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now." And he's crushed. And this is also their third date.
0: Yeah, you know what the Bible say? Mary pondered these things in her heart and kept them to her fucking self. <laughs>
1: Uh, But anyway, I feel like if you are a fan of 90 Day Fiance and you're at all on the fence about getting the Discovery Plus, I think it's so worth it because it also they have like, um, not Food Network, but there's a bunch of other networks that you have access to on there. So it's not just recycled 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) Even if you just get it for like a month or a limited time or whatever, you get a lot of that like. Uh house, housing brothers, or whatever it's fucking called. <laughs> I think there's some property brothers stuff. There's that Magnolia Network stuff. Wait,
0: housing brothers is something different than property brothers?
1: No, I made that up.
0: Oh, I was like, what the fuck is housing brothers? That was, sounds like some bullshit, and yeah, I'm interested.
1: It was me not remembering property brothers. But well, you, we need to pitch a show
0: called Housing, housing brothers.
1: brothers. But you get HETV own um. Food Network, like a bunch of different network, Discovery, History Channel, Travel Channel, DIY, like all of that. And if
0: you use code, what's the (laughs) T?
1: You don't get shit off. But anyway,
0: you gotta. You still gotta pay full price.
1: But yeah, that's all I had to say about it. What else? Uh,
0: Wow, that. I, I'm excited. i excited. I feel like I have some things to look forward to. I haven't been doing the best job with television watching because, uh, you know, like when RuPaul, like when it's RuPaul season, like I usually only have enough bandwidth for like one TV show to like watch pretty religiously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and now that RuPaul is about to abandon me like everybody else in my life, um, I'm, I'm going to be looking to, to plug that hole with, with something
1: else. How, what about that dildor? door <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I saw that fucking giant ass deal door on Twitter, and it was like, the video was so hilarious, because they just like, threw it down on the table (laughs) and just, like, yanked it off the table. (laughs) So aggressive. And I was like, it's 11.5 inches. Why are they selling this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I... You know, I feel like my my journey with the Lord has been one about patience. <laughs> oh.
1: You gonna have to be more than patient if you're dealing with a giant dildoer.
0: Baby, baby, I'm gonna have to be a whole. I'm gonna have to be all things to all people.
1: <laughs> Relax all your muscles.
0: <laughs> your muscles. <laughs>
1: I feel like just on the existence of that alone, if you don't support LGBTQ rights, something's (laughs) wrong with you. I mean,
0: yeah, I, I, okay. Now I know that there's a lot of controversy around this man, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and disagree with the late Luther Vandross. There is a such thing as too much.
1: (laughs) It's not your shining star, your guiding light, and your love fantasy.
0: Uh it's 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 there there is a such thing as too much.
1: I feel like even a year into the panoramic, I haven't gotten yet to suction cup dildor. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. I see the many no, advantages. I see the only appreciation and gratitude. I see the many advantages for it, but there's just something about being like my like shower wall
0: well first of all that sound effect is just really (laughs) triggering Um, (laughs) it sounds violent
1: as fuck that that video was so violent the way they were manhandling that huge ass dildor It sounds like a, I mean, shout out to Funky Dineva forever and ever, but like.
0: Forever and ever and ever. But it
1: sounds like some like porn parody of Lord of the Rings or some shit. Dildor Baggins. I, mean,
0: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, you but you know by now, by the year of our Lord 20 and 21, it's a porn parody of, of everything.
1: everything. Right. Okay. There's probably a porn parody of our show.
0: I mean, yeah. It's RuPaul's called.
1: Uh, Oops! <laughs> it's called what's the D? Uh,
0: we are giving so much away for free
1: for free for the free ninety nine.
0: What's the D is a great fucking porn parody of this podcast. Uh, oh god, we're not doing this in person anymore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, and there aren't
0: like, randomly poppers in the
1: freezer. <laughs> But I feel like if you could take 11 and a half inches of dildor or a penis, you deserve equal rights. Uh, Yeah. In your booty hole. Uh, yeah, y- yes. I don't understand yeah. why there's ever a reason to deny somebody a right. Anyway, but if you... I mean,
0: well, here we... I know. Yes. I don't... Oh, actually, I mean, go ahead. I'm. I am so furious about so many, many things, but mostly about the fact that adults, adults care so much about what they perceive as protecting children, that they want to traumatize other children because they think it's their right to.
1: Like- But they wanted to protect children, they would tighten up these gun control laws.
0: baby
1: So we know that's a lie.
0: Baby, we the lie detector determined that that was a fucking lie from the pit of hell. Yeah, I I, I feel like every day I just I'm so disappointed. I mean, like uh, like genuinely the on- the the prevailing emotion I feel is just profound disappointment. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I, and, and, you know, like sorrow, you know, yeah. like I, I feel there was a, there was a part of my childhood where, because I, to my knowledge, um, am the first openly queer person, and I say queer, not because I'm like rejecting uh, the label of gay or whatever, but just like I mean LGBTQIA plus minus divided by multiply. You're being in,
1: you're you're being inclusive.
0: Yes, I am the the first queer out queer person in my family. Right. So, I, I and also like I grew up in a time without a lot of vocabulary and. Without tons of visibility, right? So when the um, suspicion was going around my family that I was, everybody knows the gesture I'm doing with my hand, you know. That
1: <laughs> you were, you know, <laughs> a little sweet. Mm-hmm. You had a little sugar sweet. in your tank. Oh yeah, he's sweet. Um,
0: there there were questions about like my gender identity.
1: I also would like to object sugar in the tank as a euphemism for gay. Like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I. Don't, is sugar supposed to be Like, I don't.
1: It just means sweetness, right? But if you put sugar in somebody's gas tank, the car probably a blow up.
0: Yeah, do they mean gay people are going to blow up? Like, I don't. In yeah. He,
1: in In the fiery pits of hell.
0: Uh, yeah the 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 homophobic metaphors never really made sense.
1: I mean, you know the new one which is community uh, created is clever because it came from the community, but that cigarette emoji that's real good.
0: Oh, I was like, what's that? I was like, what's the cigarette emoji? But also <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are so slow. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, I am.
1: (laughs) But that comes from the community, which is why it's so clever.
0: Yes. Um, but you know, so my, my family didn't know, and I think everyone was all, and, and I, I do give my, my folks a lot of latitude because if I'm being really honest, what I think I experienced as homophobia was them genuinely being concerned for my safety yes. as a queer person in the world. And do I agree that there were better ways for them to express that concern? Fuck the fuck. Yeah. But like, I cannot imagine what it would be like to be a trans young person in America growing up in a, in a family in a household that like didn't love and support you. And my, my heart just breaks for those babies.
1: Yeah. And I mean, your family was homophobic but I think that I think that we leave out that fear part of the definition as also like of the unknown or like what may happen to you being a person walking and living in a a gay identity especially if they didn't know anybody else and like to a point you feel like people did the best that they could but to another point like no the fuck they didn't
0: no, they, they could have done better. And I think part of my, part of my, like, I will, yeah, I will say my job, but like part of what I, why I take so much liberty and freedom in like living, you know, respectfully out loud. I'm not going to like be, you know, I'm not fucking anybody in front of anybody's salad, like at my grandparents' <laughs> house or anything, <laughs> but um but no, you, that's, that's, that's already a porn. You can't make a parody of that. It already exists.
1: But you should uh, be able to have the freedom to move and function the way that you would if you were in, in, in a heterosexual relationship. Like right, at right, this point yeah. in your and, life, and you're in your thirties, you would probably be allowed to bring your wife or girlfriend to your grandparents' house and maybe spend the night.
0: I mean, I, you know, it's relatives in my family who be bringing new people to every family. You know, consecutive family function and no, no words, comments or anything there. But yeah, like I, I, yes, and I think I, I do try to to live my life with that kind of like visibility because I know that, you know, like that ma- that representation. And I'm, we're so fucking over that expression. But that representation does matter. It is meaningful. It does mean something. Yeah. And yeah, I, I just like I would love to fast forward to the point where we stopped trying to oppress other people because we think it makes us feel safe or comfortable.
1: Right. Well, there's also just like a lack of empathy, a a lack of education. And even if there is a nuanced conversation to be had about trans athletes, this is not the way to have the conversation because right now you're denying children medical care and that's disgusting.
0: Well, to me, like, what is the, I mean, you know, there's a nuanced conversation to have about everything, but like, you know, the the process of transitioning is so intense, like I can't imagine that someone would go through all of that just to cheat at sports.
1: Yeah, I think that that's that's a myth. That's a lie from the pit of hell. What's well, a lie? That people are transition or pretending to transition to to win at sports. I think that's a. Oh, lie.
0: Oh, I thought you said that's what I was like.
1: Uh-uh, That's true,
0: but yes, yeah, that's a, that's a lie from the pit of hell, and that's full of shit.
1: The nuance is the young ladies who are who are normally at the top of competition in their sport who are no longer at the top of competition in certain sports because of of trans female athletes. Now, do I agree? No. But I think that there is is a nuanced discussion to be had about a category maybe being created. Because for some sports, it super doesn't matter. But for others, it might.
0: I just like we're talk again we're talking about such a small subset
1: 100%
0: like it's you know i'm we're i'm not i can't i can't go down this street but if you're talking about something happening one in a million chances like can we can we dial back the panic can yeah. we dial back the panic and focus our energy on the fact that there has been a mass shooting every day the last two weeks
1: yeah and i think unfortunately a few young athletes who feel like they have a legitimate grievance, their cause has been adopted by a bunch of hateful, bigoted lawmakers who are turning it into like a religious thing. And I think it may be, though as misguided as it may be, I think that there is a particular conversation that needs to be had that also takes into consideration the safety of the trans athletes. So I just feel like, what's happening right now is like bigotry hate it's the same shit that's happening happening with this anti-vax shit people who were already a little bit scared to be vaccinated have found the corner of the internet where q seeped into facebook and they they know what to get people on they know religion is a hot button for people and they know that like black people are hesitant about the medical field. So if they can come up with a couple of talking points that are attractive to us, then we will adopt these Q foundational things and start spreading their anti-vax shit. And this is exactly this is exactly what's happening with the anti-trans stuff.
0: That ladies and gentlemen is brought to us by the word of the day, confirmation bias.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think it's sad and I think it's awful. And I think those young ladies who, are upset because they weren't gonna win their national titles or whatever like you have a different grievance and uh, grievance and unfortunately some bigoted lawmakers have taken that and gone with it and like this fucking examination of people's genitalia like, and like
0: so horrific
1: prosecution of parents who confirm their child's gender like it's disgusting it's disgusting and as much as people try to say that The eight years that Obama was in this office, like, ruined this country. The fucking four years after have done great damage. Great damage. And this shit started back with the fucking Tea Party. And because the Republican Party didn't get that shit in check, now we have a great majority of our country who believe it is okay to prosecute a parent for confirming their child's gender.
0: Well, of course they didn't get it in check. They was happy. They was showing up to the damn. They was getting the souls to the fucking polls. Hell.
1: Right. And it's disgusting. And it's disgusting. And I can't even begin to say the things I want to say about that Marjorie Taylor Green lady because I live way, way too close to Capitol Hill.
0: Girl.
1: But I wish somebody
0: would. I wish somebody (laughs) so would.
1: Come to Jesus. Come on. <laughs> Make it plain. <laughs> I hope she step on a Lego every day for the rest of her miserable life.
0: Her and Eric Nelson.
1: I don't even know who that is, but fuck him too.
0: <laughs> okay. Welcome.
1: All right. Sports.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My oh. hey boo mm-hmm. is the Oakland A's.
0: I seen you on uh, Twitter.com going off.
1: Well, you know I don't like the Tigers, and we just swept them in a series. So whenever that happens, I'm always happy. But, excuse me, we also have won eight games in a row.
0: I feel like I'm so confused by baseball season, and I really shouldn't be because I also follow – a very long season sport. But I'm like,
1: (laughs) was the baseball season just over? Where these niggas come from? So technically, spring training starts in either late March or early April. And and opening day is usually in April. This regular season ends around September and then playoff September and the World Series is usually October.
0: I literally almost asked you and what month is it right now?
1: I don't know. It's April. <laughs> it's April. But... what month is
0: it currently?
1: But I believe pitchers and catchers report in like March. So it's a little, it's slightly different uh, every There's year. There's a
0: big point for that too, y'all. Don't worry.
1: And like sometimes the World Series is in November, which is silly to me, but like it's it's a very long season, which is why it's why baseball players make a shit ton of money.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have to be at the top of your game for so fucking long.
1: It's, it's, I mean, like dollar for dollar, they just play more games. <laughs> that, that's really it.
0: Child, I know a whole lot about playing a bunch of games dollar for dollar.
1: And they really could shorten the season. They really could. Um, but, you know, money well also i i
0: think there is something i never really got into the whole america's pastime bullshit
1: hey but, not too much not too much you no know,
0: i i'm saying the moniker i'm not i'm not saying i never got into baseball
1: i know i know what you were saying
0: <laughs> okay i was like now wait a minute now we we've been to games together i had a great time um but i, I think there is something like relaxing and soothing and like it, it feels like a you know like it's it's a sporting event but it's also like uh like a community event so yeah. I get why baseball is like a and you can play it in all weather pretty like much, I get
1: pretty much but also I am not a purist I do agree with some of the things they've done to try to speed up the pace of the game some of the things I'm like eh. um what uh, I don't, they changed a bunch of the rules. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Um, but like, I, I think that like some of the quote unquote unwritten rules are just old and archaic to like, you know, keep, um, to keep baseball boring and white, in my opinion, like the unwritten rules about like, bat flipping and blah, 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 blah. But you know, it's just, it's stupid to me. It's, it's very stupid. Um, so they're going to do more, uh, pitch clock. Um, and okay. A lot of the, a lot, a lot of the delay in baseball game happens at the mound. And it's usually some pitcher playing some game with a batter who's trying to steal a base. And it just, it's annoying. It's really oh, annoying. that's part of the game, though. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, you know, psych each other
0: out and, oh, I'm going to do my thing and fuck you. And you struck me out last time and I fucked your wife. And, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, that shit is fun to me.
1: But if it's hour five...
0: Oh yeah, fucking get on with the get on. And
1: anyway. it's like the third inning, of, <laughs> oh, not hour five minutes. The third <laughs> or inning. we got a fucking uh, double header. Uh, right. You know, like speed it up. There, I, I the rule the new rules this year um, were mostly in the minor leagues. There were the rule changes. I'm looking them up for twenty. I was like, why can't I remember? Because they were announced in like 2019. Um, so there's universal designated hitter. So the American League has the designated hit, has had the designated hitter rule forever which is why um pitchers don't hit in the American League. But now both leagues are using a DH.
0: Oh wow.
1: Runner on second to begin extra innings. That makes sense. Position players pitching. There will be no restriction on position players pitching in 22. So I would have required teams to designate every player on the active roster as either a pitcher or a position player and position players would have been unable to pitch unless it was extra innings. Hmm.
0: That's crazy that the, the runner on second to start an extra inning, they're like, get this shit over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pitchers can carry a wet rag. I thought you were gonna say a weapon, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. So, anyway,
0: I, I I love baseball games. Like, I think there's something really wholesome about them, and I'm excited to go to a baseball game as soon as this horseshit is over with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i'm going to win on friday
0: you just had to rub that in my face
1: well they're like i'm i'm happy with the way that they're spacing people out and they're selling tickets in pods of two and four so that's great yeah so it's outside so i feel like and you have to wear a mask anyway so i feel like this is the best case scenario for me to do a sporting event i'm not ready to do indoors yet so this is it
0: I mean, you can obviously take it off when you eat and shit, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even know that I'll be doing that, but maybe, you know, I've been dining outdoors and I feel more comfortable. So depending on how close our our next seat neighbor is, I probably will.
0: I um, started going back to the gym and uh, I mean, obviously like you can't drink water with a mask on. So I, that's my motivation to keep all my workouts short because I'm like, I'm not taking this bitch off. (laughs) For nothing,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And you're hey, boo. Uh, Well,
0: so she hasn't announced a pregnancy yet, so I guess maybe she's not. So, hey, Serena, whatever you're doing. She did announce a a deal with Amazon to be making content. Um, So, you know, maybe that's going to inspire her to win two sets on a tennis court sometime in the next, you know, 10 years. Or, or maybe she's just waiting for Olympia to get old enough so they could play doubles together.
1: Maybe, because Olympia got good form.
0: She, you know, she does. And she'd be throwing the ball. She'd be like, Mommy, you was missing. No, you, no, mom. Mm-mm. No, mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, sports to me feel like the, 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 the final, well, maybe my career is the final frontier for when this feels over, but like, just seeing the like 100 days until the olympics just made me like oh okay you know what there there may be light at the end of this raggedy ass covid tunnel
1: right <laughs>
0: i'm hopeful i, I like mean, the
1: olympics i you know especially the summer ones
0: yeah yeah that's where all the that's where all the the real hot shit be happening
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Meanwhile, on Twitter, real quick, <laughs> baby, uh, Lori Lightfoot.
0: Oh, the Chicago, the mayor of Chicago. Yeah,
1: they've been lighting her ass up, right? I mean, rightfully they so. Do not like her at all, rightfully so. I remember when she was running. Somebody from the area was like, "I know y'all want to go up for her because she's black and queer, but like sh- this lady ain't shit." <laughs> <laughs> Um. so this is from like a year ago but there's a picture of her just kind of like talking to somebody she's you know mid word and she has both her hands up like she's explaining something and the caption says so boom I told the hoe two things I ain't never seen is a turtle with speed and a bitch I need <laughs> <laughs> maybe let me send it to you
0: Two things,
1: (laughs) a bitch. I need two things. Um, and she do look like an old player. Uh, pop a game to somebody. It's two
0: things that got me tripping.
1: Uh, as somebody says, in that order. (laughs) Oh, oh. Uh, period, Lori. I wish y'all would leave this lady alone crying laughing emoji. Whenever I have to describe the emojis, I feel like I'm on the circle. Circle! Open the chat! (laughs) I wish they would, but at the same time, I hope they don't. (laughs) Can't find a plaid pantsuit to save my life because Sugarfoot's got all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Sugarfoot. Oh, LMAO, stop tweaking with my shorty. Uh -uh. maybe let me break it down to you young blood (laughs) see the key is he does look like
0: a fucking
1: (laughs) see the key is to boil them ribs for about a good 30 minutes then (laughs) smoke them playboy Nobody, Steve Harvey, and love don't cost a thing. <laughs> I just
0: right. opened the fucking tweet that you sent me, and I would like to throw my phone and delete you from my whole
1: life. <laughs> oh, is it just me, or does she look like this famous chick that does hair on Instagram? I just can't think of her name right now. Those were the golden days of Instagram when everyone's comment was just like tagging somebody. Like, I thought this was you. <laughs>
0: I know. I know. I miss the golden days of, of Instagram.
1: These motherfuckers play too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty sure that's the mayor of Chicago. Like, yeah, dummy.
0: <laughs> yeah, like go to google.com.
1: <laughs> that's why it's funny. Did I tell
0: you uh, when <laughs> I used to have a career as an actor on Broadway? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one of the Supreme Court justices came to the show and somebody in our cast, I will not name him, but this was not one of his genius moments. He was like, Oh, I thought her first name was Justice.
1: Oh no.
0: We said, no, baby. No no, no, no mm. it's not.
1: Oh no. No it's not. I'd be trying not. to go up for actors like we do have to be educated. We kinda have to be students of the world and then somebody does dumb shit
0: i mean it's always one right it's always one
1: bro why is the mayor of my city so memeable like this the fourth one today
0: (laughs) there was one where she was like in a halloween costume and i was like this is bringing me endless joy and i knew i couldn't text it to any of my friends who live in chicago because everybody's like fuck Lori."
1: because they said her the opening of her tweet sounded like a batman villain and then somebody quote tweeted it (laughs) with that picture (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can y'all please leave this lady alone uh, oh here we go Ayo, read this in a little drunk voice yo I'm in this bitch dying <laughs> uh, okay this is the one this is the one I'm done after this so I pulled up to the house right <laughs> Uh Meanwhile on Twitter, tweet 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 tweet. Pookie boo. Oh my god.
0: Um, I I don't understand why Google um, took away Google Play Music. Mm. I was really sad about that because that's where I like saved all the shit for my. Um, computer to my phone um but i revisited some music this weekend and you know tavana miller really be writing some songs
1: she really do do you want to do this on a recording that's gonna live in perpetuity yeah that's all i had to say Mm -hmm. you know i realized i don't think i heard her second album
0: oh really
1: yeah and for those who don't know tavana um is the person who uh I was going to say authored, but that's not the word. She's the writer, composer of our outro music.
0: Yeah, she's the shit. She also, um, (laughs) like, told, and she's my oldest friend. We've been friends since we were three years old, um, which is insane. Uh, But uh, she took her music off of the, like, big streaming platforms because they weren't Paying artists, and I was like, "Girl, where am I supposed to find the shit?" Right. You bought the album, didn't you? I was like, "Oh yeah, it's on my okay, it's on my computer." Never mind.
1: But I, I mean, I have like the first album on CD, but I don't have a single place to play a CD any longer.
0: Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Th- those 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 lyrics, those melodies, that those those vocals. Um. I I, I don't know. Obviously, like concerts are gonna be one of the last things to come back. But like, I can't wait to like see the people I like, the musicians I love play their instruments and fucking spray all those aerosols out to a pitch.
1: <laughs> oh, we have a voicemail, fuck.
0: I Hold- everything feels so covid but I can't wait to stop thinking about COVID for one second to enjoy a concert.
1: Hold on, we have a message. That reminds yeah, me. We a voicemail. Yes. Because the other feedback we have is about drag race. race. We made everybody feel guilty, and they wrote in. Okay, here we go.
2: <laughs> Y'all, it's Jen, previously from Brooklyn, um, now in L.A. Um, I'm the one who rolled up on Reggie at New York Sports Club. <laughs> <and> I'm the <laughs> Stairmaster. Anywho, I'm calling to say hello, and that I love you guys. Um, and also, I am... I know, Nick, too, you do you not fucks with Rufus Rainwhite like this, but like I love him so much and I forgot until Reggie talked about his concert and I was like, Oh yeah, I used to mess with some of his songs and then I went to the discography and I I need a moment to just appreciate, first of all, Reggie, let me know if you know about Slideshow. That's a uh-huh. song. Um go or go ahead. Um do I disappoint you? Like I just, I'm just not there's some moments on here and he's very talented and he's different um i have an issue where i don't hear lyrics so i didn't know until it was told to me like on a blog or something that he was homosexual um and (laughs) he had a song that he was talking about women but it clearly was like tongue-in-cheek so i missed that while i was listening to him 10 plus years ago but obviously now i know and i have so much respect for him as a musician so i appreciate y'all for bringing him back into my life i've been listening to him all day um i haven't finished the episodes i'm gonna have to call back but i'm just catching up but um another thing i was gonna say is y'all need to tell me where child cheese is from because i've been saying it and (laughs) i don't even know what it means so don't make me look stupid out here and just tell me what it's from anyway love you guys have a great week bye
1: Thank you, Jen. Love you. Jen is a gorgeous, fucking beautiful person who also has an amazing voice and is a singer-songwriter, her damn self. So maybe one day she will give us permission to give away her socials so you could go listen to her stuff. Please. Chow Cheese. I think that also is from Funky Eva. I think so. Um, And then we have an email from our cousin from the North, uh, Sugar Babe, entitled Hella Good. Hello, my vaccinated American podcast cousins. I'm just over here in Canada green with envy as you all get fully vaccinated while we're vaccine deficient over here. I had to write in to co-sign the Gwen No Doubt Love. I won't be shamed for bopping such hits, such hits as Let Me Blow Your Mind, Rich Girl, and Sweet Escape with Akon. Shout out to a queen who seems to live for costumes. I read an article years ago where she admitted that her then-husband, had never seen her without makeup. A committed queen. On a serious note, I fell more in love with No Doubt when they did collabs with Jamaican artists and came to Jamaica to record. It gave our artists more exposure to wider audience. I can't always tell what's appropriation versus appreciation. She's been largely unproblematic so far. Like you, I continue to side eyed her for that Shelton hookup. Ugh. I occasionally enjoy a revisit and analysis of the past, but I think sometimes people go online, people online go overboard and trying to find things to critique. I'm hoping it's boredom and or a pandemic peeve. Anyway, let me get back to minding my unvaccinated business. <laughs> Thank you for continuing to share your musings with us. Love your unvaccinated Montreal play cousin Yolanda. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Um, Yeah, they, they have a bounty killer on the song. I think Lady Saw, I want to say, on the song. Um, and they did record. I'm not gonna say which album because I'm unsure, but they def. I saw like a behind the music or something where they were in Jamaica rec- recording an album, and because their music is ska, which has a lot of its basis in like rude boy, uh, you know, right. J- Jamaican culture and music. Anyway, they wanted to go back to like pay homage. Uh, yes, and let us never forget. Fucking my jam. Holla back girl.
0: Um just from Gwen Solo, not from No Doubt.
1: Yeah, that's Gwen Solo. I tend to not love her sex. That was like
0: I know what your I know what your no doubt jam is. Well
1: she said Gwen slash no doubt love and I had to shout out holla back. My my no doubt jam is just a girl. Or Cool, which I think is a wonderful song. Um, Also, the very prolific entire album, Return of Saturn. I'm an evangelist for the astronomical phenomenon, as well as the album. I think it's brilliant. It's when she finally started to do more songwriting. And fucking Magic's in the Makeup. Baby. Uh, Uh... Motherfucking... Uh home now, or whatever the fuck the song is called. If you lived here, you'd be home now. Mm. But if you are at all unfamiliar with No Doubt, I would really say a, obviously Tragic Kingdom is a great album. But I, feel I mean, do like, But, yes. But I feel like Return of Saturn is where they really fucking hit their stride. Came right out at the at the millennium turn Ex-Girlfriend is on here. I mean, the first three tracks, Ex-Girlfriend, Simple Kind of Life, and Bathwater. Yeah. New had a lot of popularity because it was on a movie soundtrack. The movie was called Go. Uh, Too Late. How that is movie? Too Late, which is one of my favorite songs to cover, and then Home Now. And then it used to be a secret track, but they added it as a track, but there's a beautiful piano cover of too late that's played by her brother eric who was in the original no doubt so the original no doubt was a full ska band fronted by a black man named john and he unfortunately died um and then gwen eric's little sister who used to like hang out in the garage with them while they were practicing she took over and fronted the band and then eric eventually only added keys here and there but he left the group and that is your I, no doubt history.
0: I I it's like those kinds of that shit makes me so nostalgic for when I used to live in California. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure. It was like no doubt, fucking Save Ferris, um, the mighty mighty boss tones. Like that was a moment. God,
0: God.
1: Yeah, it was a moment. And it all comes from like madness that and like madness is uh the when I really was like, what the fuck is this? Like, um, (laughs) who are these people? But they have that song, like, Our House, but they also have, um, what the fuck is that song called? It doesn't really have any words. I think it's called One Step Beyond or something like that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people know that song, Our House in the Middle of Our Street. But before that, they were very, very, very ska.
0: You know, I might have to... Do some praise and worship uh, around my apartment to some ska music tonight.
1: And if you really <laughs> want to get into the no doubt love, it's from their very, very first. I don't album. There's a song called "Trapped in a Box." It's my fucking jam. Okay. But if Gwen's voice and that affectation annoys you at all, she did it times one million back then. So I, yeah,
0: did it way more back yeah.
1: then. Yeah. All right. Uh. Well. This is the day that the Lord has made?
0: You know, I checked my calendar and it is, in fact, still not the day for you to try it. Bye. Peace.